0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back everybody to the Oz Network as we continue on once again with our Third Watch coverage, our recap series of Third Watch as we now move in to the 11th episode of Season 3, the halfway point of the third season. This episode is called Old Dogs New Tricks. First aired on the 21st of January 2002. Written by one of the showrunners, Ed Bonero, directed by Dave Chemendiz. And uh, yeah, what a fun episode this one is. It's an interesting one to talk about, as always, as every week is. But this one, possibly in particular. My name is Ben, and now that you mention it, your ass is looking a little tighter, more toned, a little firmer. Sexy! I'll keep it up. Hello, <laughs> and I'm guessing you
1: know who this is. I'm glad to be back.
0: Well, I mean it's Brandy. and I was about to say you yeah. might want to say your name. Some people might not know who it is. It might be like who's this guy cl- yeah, who's no, this person no. that been <laughs> saying sexy and's got a tight ass? Like, come on. Of
1: course I gotta say my name.
0: Say your name. <laughs> I mean, Brandy. Say your name. Say your name. Say your name. Um, welcome back <laughs> to yourself. Well,
1: glad. I'm glad to be back. Uh
0: and to everybody tuning in. Um, yeah, this is a fun episode. This is uh well, it's not fun for everyone, but, uh, I mean, you know, we've got some great Carlos stuff this episode. <laughs> that automatically makes it fun, doesn't it?
1: It does. I'm excited. I'm was super. i super excited to do this one. It's just way too funny.
0: Yeah. It's a good one. Well, I think we should get straight into it because, you know, uh, we're we such fans of the self-importance of being Carlos last season. Uh, you obviously did that one with me there, Brandy. So I'm glad that kind of we've got here to sort of do, uh, you know, another Carlos, not to the extent of Carlos, of course, uh, from that episode. But yeah, some, some fun stuff when it comes to this. And obviously, too, um, a nice little fan service moment here in this episode when it comes to a returning character. Um, so, uh, yeah, a bit going on this episode, but we start off, uh, at the hospital, a nice kind of walk through the hospital, I guess. Um, and of course, as we left off last episode with, uh, Randy's boyfriend, Ryan, um, he could move his fingers. Um, So here he is now uh, doing a bit of physical therapy, uh, trying to get back on his feet, uh, literally, because uh, obviously, you know, uh, he's potentially paralyzed, but he's doing a little bit better now. Doc's watching on uh, because, you know, Doc's still feeling guilty, I guess. You know, well, you kind of did take the collar off, Doc. But uh, anyway, um, but uh, meanwhile, back at the firehouse, uh, we have Carlos. He's all alone, and we kind of get a bit of narration here by Carlos. And you know when you get narration by Carlos that shit's going to go down. Um, so he's just, you know, essentially talking about, you know, do you wonder how things conspire, how kind of, you know, things happen to, to go go a certain way. Meanwhile, as he's walking around by himself upstairs, downstairs we've got Jimmy showing off a bunch of kids, uh, the the fire engine. Um, meanwhile, he's flirting with the uh, te- I mean, is this is a school group, is this is a daycare group, I don't even know what it is. Um, school, sc- school group, and uh, you know, flirting with the woman. Uh, what, what does she say? Let the fireman show off his equipment. I'm like, come on, in front of the children, keep it in your pants, love. Um, but like, I know I ripped some major shit last episode into certain children, but as much as these children are kind of annoying, I do kind of think they're just funny, just the way they are. Just like, you know, the way they keep saying like that, nobody's a dummy, that's a hate word. <laughs> How fast is a truck? A thousand miles an hour? Nothing goes that fast, dummy. <laughs> space? What did
1: you say? A space shell goes that fast, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah,
0: it's just kind of funny. Oh, yeah. and I, I love the back and forth, and I love it when they run up to the pole, and they're kind of like, oh, no, you know, that that's, you can't go onto that pole, that's, that's dangerous, you shouldn't go on that one. Um, and then, well, yeah. what happens here? Good old Carlos. He's still a bit bored at the firehouse. No one's around. So he's just walking, checking on things. And uh, why not look at the fire pole? Because, you know, why not, Carlos? Um, and so he gets here and he kind of, like, grabs hold of it, gives it a bit of a shake, sees it sturdy. He jumps up on it uh, and then kind of gets stuck up there. So he's trying to get himself down, to which he puts his legs... On the uh, like the door, I guess, little gate, and then he falls down <laughs> off the fire pole. We just kind of hear this ah boom, and then like oh, like...
1: his scream is just way. Too funny. I I replayed that scene like (laughs) so many
0: times. I think I think he screams even better when he's kind of like talking about like oh you know things conspire this way, and then my own deep personal hell of little germ ridden little creatures, and then you kind of see like the little kid going up to him, and he's all like ah, and then the. Oh, it's oh so God. funny! Like,
1: Who does not like I, Carlos? Come on! I love it. Like he's—it's funny because, like, again, like my—that's the moment my son was like, "Mom, what are you watching?" And I was like, "Oh, start so watch." And like he just loved it. Like we replayed it so many times. Like he was just stood there with me, just watching it. It's just Carlos is that kid, and he has the perfect baby face for that. I don't, his character is just perfect for him. It's just funny.
0: It's so good, and it's, like, the thing that I absolutely love, too, about it is just that it kind of actually becomes a thing in, like, the sixth season, where they kind of, they there just is, like, an ongoing joke with Carlos, like, Carlos hit his head again, um, which, like, it's funny, uh, but, I mean, it's kind of, I don't want to say it kind of, like, starts here, because, you know, I mean, I guess he hits his head and loses consciousness, but, like, it's kind of, You know, it's not really spoken of too much between now and, um, you know, when we get to that sixth season and it's just kind of an ongoing thing of Carlos hit his head again. Um, But, yeah, it's just so funny, and it's obviously going to set us up to some some fun stuff this episode with Carlos. Um, We have the credits. Still no Chris Bauer because, obviously, Chris Bauer is not in this episode, so that's why he's not on the credits. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Sully and Tatiana have gone for a walk together. That's nice. Um, and uh, we kind of get back to the apartment. Mrs. O'Keefe, I'm guessing that's one of their neighbours, has looked after their mum. So, Sally was so adamant about uh, getting rid of his mum back to the home, but no, she's still there. Uh, Sully's talking about uh, getting to work, and there's no milk left, though, so he says, oh, I'll go out and get some milk during my shift today, so you don't worry about that. And uh, I do love Tatiana when he's like, talking about like um, being late, and it's like, Oh, good. hurry up. You'll be late. You'll be that late bird that gets no worm.
1: <laughs> I just love it.
0: Oh, Tatiana, I love you. Savannah Hass. so good. Um, So, we then kind of get back. So, we're at the hospital now. He's old Carlos. He's being wheeled in by everyone. Taylor, Kim, Doc. Um, And then he's like, oh, I didn't lose consciousness. And like, You called Jimmy Charlene. Oh, uh, my <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I just love how he, like, kind of calms down, um, you know, to Dr. Thomas and, excuse me, just basically, you know, it's like, he's all, and he's like, what's Dr. Thomas like? Oh, why is he restrained? And he's like, oh, let's just say he's difficult. And he's all like, oh, you can unrestrain me. it's like, do I trust him? No! And <laughs> they all say no at the same
1: time.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, oh, it's my- so funny. Um, and... um the the he's just going off, but like <laughs> we talked a bit about this earlier this season, uh, with Kim, uh, when she kind of had a random funny scene when she was like talking about that guy, like uh, that they were trapped in that building with. I just love it when they're um sitting at the the desk. And like Kim and uh, Taylor are kind of rag- ragging shit into him. And they're all like, call 911. And then like Doc's even laughing. He's like, this is serious. But as soon as they say, like, call 911, like, even Doc has a laugh. Uh- <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. But then obviously, this kind of is a setup whereas um, Doc's going to be. Sure. Doc's going to be there all day with some paperwork. Uh, so, you know, what's that going to mean? Uh, is Kim going to get to go home or Taylor going to get to go home? Uh, nope. Uh, Doc says, why don't you two ride together? Um And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Um, which kind of, you know, we talked a bit about sort of like random pairings, but this becomes sort of a an, almost a regular pairing kind of moving forward here. I, I kind of like Taylor and Kim. I think it's a nice pairing.
1: Heck yeah! I was that's what I was talking about in the last episode. I was super excited to see them together finally, you
0: know. But yeah. And this, I would <clears> believe, <throat> if I'm not mistaken, makes our first ever all female pairing either in the cops or the uh, uh, the paramedics. Am I not mistaken in saying that?
1: No, I believe you're right. Uh,
0: well, I mean, Jokers yes, yeah. really doesn't have another female to ride with, so um, um, there's that, and. Yeah, pre Taylor, there okay. would have been no one to ride with either. So, um, yeah. Does
1: Yoka's ride with uh, any of the females later on, like Sergeant Cruz or Monroe, or I can't she, even think. I don't even know.
0: She rides with Sasha, doesn't she? Isn't there? I
1: believe. I'm Pretty sure so. she does. I think so. I'm just. It's been a while. But I was like, yeah. I think she. Cause I was like, yeah, you had me thinking. I was like, wait, when she does it, does it with
0: Cruz, party? like, or does she?
1: Well, doesn't she? Before we know, like before she does, isn't there a moment when she does not know who really know who? No, because Cruz,
0: Cruz is never in. Cruz isn't in uniform till season five. Cruz is um because that's kind of part of her okay. punishment. Um, into yeah. season five that okay. she's got it. She's demoted back to wearing uniform. Um, okay, that's
1: what she and Monroe and Cruz get together. Monroe
0: and Cruz, yeah. Monroe and Cruz definitely ride together because they have the yeah. whole storyline around <laughs> that clinic. Um, but yeah, I've got a feeling that. Yocas and Munro surely do I know obviously Bosco and Munro do um Davis and Munro do um Sully and Munro do Sully and Munro do oh god don't don't um (laughs) but um yeah yeah no it's a good question actually I I mean I know Alkides or Barb are probably messaging right now telling us that yeah they do or no they don't um but yeah I've got a vague recollection of a Yocas-Munro partnership at least one episode but uh well,
1: well, no, you made a good point when you said that. I was like, wait, huh? yeah, well, it's kind of <laughs> this, interesting.
0: This I mean, I guess in, on the on the grand scheme of things, I mean, out of the the main nine before Taylor even showed up, only what two of them are females. Um, so it's kind of it makes it hard to have a all female pairing when the two females work on different sort of uh, professions. So kind of exactly. when you when you add a new female and she's kind of there. So I mean, it's yeah, but like and it's in terms of like police. I mean, we don't yeah, we won't have all female police until we get at female police added, if you know what I mean. So even yeah. sort of the new side characters, like we don't have a female <laughs> Gussler or... We had that one female cop who was going to ride with Davis in what, season one, but she um, got called away, remember, and that's when he was with Candy on the street. So, um, yeah, the, the female cops are kind of lacking slightly, really, at this point. Um, so, well, they'll change that, obviously, moving forward. Um. So anyway, yeah, so Taylor and Kim are gonna be riding together. Um and also Carlos with his uh with the doctor and is like, I've got eighteen dollars in my wallet, I know what there are. It's a five, a five, a single and a single and a single. I don't I know how much is in there
1: <laughs> I love it. He's like, I got two fives or Oh my God. And Doc is just like, Oh, come on.
0: It's so funny, but um, meanwhile we're at the pre- the precinct now as uh, the cops are getting ready to go out on their job, and Bosco's telling Sully to stay clear of an area tonight because he's going to be trying to bust uh, some uh, some drugs dr- drug runners. And I just kind of like if you just keep an eye on uh, Yoko's Molly Price here, just the way she's staring at Sully, and then she's just like, "You losing weight?" <laughs> and It's just like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." Uh, you know, talking about going on power walks and, uh, you know, they going to have to get smaller clothes. I just, um, I just fucking love Dave. It's like, you know, we, we talk about how Kobe Bell kind of has these funny little, like, the way he says words, but I just love this, like, whole sequence when, like, he's walking to the car and, like, you know, now that you mention it, your ass is looking a little tighter, more toned, a little firmer. You know, these walks are working for you and they get in the car and the way he just goes, sexy! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it when, like, when Pape and, uh Charlie are talking about that, and then Bosco and Davis are looking at each other like, "What the? Yeah. Did we not relax what we're doing?"
0: <laughs> so funny. Um, love it. Yeah. So anyway, we've got uh, Kim and Taylor. Um, sort of their awkwardness in the ambulance. They kind of go, you know, "Oh, do you want to drive? No, I drive. No, I will drive." And I just kind of like how it starts off kind of awkward between them, and then like um, when they're like driving in the in the ambulance and it's like so how are you feeling how am i feeling you know like like in general how are you feeling good i'm i'm good um and like you know they both awkwardly go to grab the radio when they get the call over i mean we've all been in situations i feel like whether you're not you're in a workplace or something but like you know i can think of many occasions like in jobs where you know you work with people it's not that you just don't like them you just they're kind of your casual, hello, how are you, good sort of person. You, you know them, but you don't really associate with them because they're not in your department or they're not whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah. like when I was at the newspaper. You know, like, I mean, I would... There'd be journalists that I would be near me, but you necessarily wouldn't associate with them. But then you might have to, like, go out in a job together or, like, you'd get along with certain photographers because you'd go out more with certain photographers, but then on one day you'd have another photographer who you'd say hello to and talk to, but you don't necessarily have to go on a long drive with. So all of a sudden you've got to drive an hour somewhere with a photographer who you're kind of going, oh, so, how are you? (laughs) So, yeah, it's... um. We've all been in those situations before, but I, I kind of like the setup between it. Um, meanwhile, Carlos is in the hospital. He's got his, uh, scan back and basically they want to keep him overnight. And he's all like, hell no, I'm not going here overnight. And then I love Doc here. Oh, if you leave, the city won't pay for it if you go AMA. Uh, and it's like, oh, where am I meant to get that kind of money? So, um, poor old Carlos is, uh, having to stay the night. And I love it when Doc walks out with, uh, the doctor and is just kind of like, is that policy? I was like, mm, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and then Mary's got a surprise for him. Oh, we've got a room for him on the fifth floor. Um, yes. So, kind of, I just love this. It just makes absolute dicks to poor old Carlos. Um, Mary's just. Awesome. I love Mary. I love her. I know. I you know we talked about kind of these side characters and that sort of stuff and. Yeah, Nurse Mary needs to get more love. I mean she's again three thousand to fifty thousand times better than freaking Dana. Uh
1: Well absolutely. I mean even like that last episode when what was the T V guy was like, I'm not scared of her. Wait, put the camera down. The yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm not scared of her. I mean, put the camera down, put the camera down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: And she's a, is she all the way into like the sixth season? Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's basically uh don't think she's in the finale. Um, she is. Uh, her last episode will be Revelations, which is what like a middle season six season. So, um, okay. or is that or is that how late into season six is that? Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, that is uh, episode fifteen of season six. So yeah, middle season six season. So yeah, she's in it for the long haul, Mary. So um, she's there. Um, but meanwhile, uh, with all this fun going on. We get a person standing behind Doc as he's on the phone. He slightly resembles somebody that you may know. Uh, it is, of course, Jerry! Jerry Markowitz, uh, from, yeah, Third Watch. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, that's the character's name, of course, not the actor's name, but, uh, Jerry's back! Here we go! After, you know, he hasn't been seen since season one. And, of course, if you watch his show from the very beginning, you know, you assumed he was kind of gonna be a, um, you know, a major character, but, of course, he got shot in the very first episode. Um, but yeah, I remember watching this episode, getting all excited and getting all like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Jerry's back. I like, I do like it in a TV show when they, uh, they bring a character back sort of from the older days. So, uh, do you remember kind of getting excited or feeling certain things over seeing Jerry back?
1: Um, to be honest, I kind of, the first time I watched it, I kind of forgot about him. Like in the beginning, I remember him getting shot and I forgot about him until like later on. And I was like, oh, okay, Jerry's back. But now I'm like, it's good to see him. You know, I appreciate his character more. It's good to see him, even though it's not going to be on the best of terms. But yeah, I always do love it when they bring a character back, for sure. Yeah,
0: no, I, I'm absolutely yeah. with you. I'm, all, I'm always, I just love it when they do that with it, and it's just it's exciting to see Jared because this is something they they don't really do much in Third Watch. Is kind of bring back sort of characters, you know, from past seasons. Uh, I mean, kind of. I mean, I guess it's difficult in a show like this where. You know, the major characters... I mean, to this point, the only major character that's left the show has died. So, you can't bring Bobby back unless you're going to have some sort of dream sequence or something like that. Um, but, I mean, they will... I guess, okay, you can argue they do it in the final episode. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of... It, it's it's interesting sort of how they sort of go about it. And, I mean, I'm trying to think, is there any other sort of characters who come back? There's that ADA in the Ties of Bind, who we mentioned, who comes back a few times um, and I mean, I guess, you know, some of the side doctors and that, but they're kind of sporadic enough that, you you know, they're always kind of there. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe Davis's mum maybe might be the only one that you'll kind of see pop up, you know, after a season or two break, like they keep the same actress for her. Um, we're going to see her at least a couple more times. I think she comes back this season from memory too. So, um, yeah, but uh, I like this. I like kind of having a character return. Um, so yeah, Jerry, Jerry's here and, um, You know, uh, I love how they kind of say, like, oh, you're still mooching free calls. Uh, And it's like, oh, you did change. You got really old. Uh, You know, just this brotherly relationship, which, you know, we're going to discuss this over the next few episodes with Jerry about what the hell happened between Jerry and Doc. Um, We kind of touched on that last week, I feel, but we'll talk about that more here. Um, Meanwhile, Carlos has been admitted. Uh, He's talking about how it's the worst day of his life until he meets Nurse Tammy. Uh, (laughs) So... Of course, Carlos is going to flirt and kind of just be all like, hey, I'm Carlos, FDMY," um, You know, just kind of like trying to, trying to flirt. And then uh, he kind of gets admitted to the bed and then they uh, pull back the curtain to realise that uh, there's a guy next to him. He's like, hey, you know, I bought him in yesterday. You know, small world. <laughs> and then this is Roger. He's kind of like convulsing and shaking a little bit. Um, and then this as soon as, you know, Tammy leaves, I kind of love Carlos. It's like, oh, I'm just one good line away from Nirvana with her. Uh, And then all of a sudden, nurse,
1: nurse, get me out of here.
0: (laughs) Just screaming his head off. And then Carlos, I've got a headache, man. I've got a headache. Then he starts
1: yelling, Tammy, Tammy. (laughs) The way he pulls the blanket up to his face like a kid. (laughs) Oh, my God. That makes the screaming 10 times better he's like Damn.
0: So funny And then I love it Kind of like When we get the next bit when he's like Pressing on the button And in comes Tammy And he's like What is this Some kind of Punishment um, you know, It's just so funny uh, And he's like Talking about Like how um, You know You brought him in yesterday And it's like Oh you know I didn't want to I work with this Liberal puss headed chick You know He's bleeding We're gonna take him <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I just love how he just kind of like... He's, he's just so similar to the seven points of being Carlos where he's like trying to be all nice and like, you know, compassionate. But then as soon as he's like not winning the situation, he's just got to basically be a massive douche about it. Um, I just,
1: have you noticed like both times they brought up the comp- compassion thing like with Bosco and Jokic's medicine mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Carlos with the compassion thing. It's funny how like they keep that kind of going. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah.
0: so funny. But then, kind of Carlos talking to Roger here. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you, and then I'm gonna kill you too. And I just love the look on Carlos's face. He sort of like rolls his eyes and just like rolls over, puts a pillow on his head, and he's just kind of like, oh, you know, um, so funny. Um, then we've uh, meanwhile got um Kim and Taylor. We're in a bar. A guy's uh, gotten into a fight, he's got his arm cut, and he's uh, basically uh, trying to, you know, flirt with these with Kim and Taylor. You two are fine. Um, and then, basically, Davis sort of steps in and is like, watch your mouth! Uh, and then, you know, kind of like, oh, we can handle it, you know? Like, oh, because we're just girls or whatever it is. That's what they kind of... We get this kind of, like, set up, don't we? Of, I mean, we saw this, I guess, with Bobby last season with Taylor, that, you know, she doesn't like it when a guy is kind of trying to protect her or, you know, something like that. So, um, which I guess is, you know, it's part of her character. She's kind of like a, she's a tough girl and doesn't really want kind of men to, to kind of be that way. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've kind of got that set up. Um, I, I mean, like, pff, I'm not a girl. I don't know that, <laughs> what that's like. Is that something that you like or don't like? I mean, like, I guess it differs to the person to person, really,
1: doesn't it? It, just, it differs. Like, you know, me, I... I'm good for myself. I always, I don't know, I grew up around certain things, so I'm always like, "Nah, I got my own self. <laughs> I can protect myself. I mean, like, now, if, but you also got to let, like, if you are dating somebody, you got to let them know, like, hey, you can't have my back, but don't do it just because I'm a female. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, I think there's a difference. and Again, it depends on certain females. Some females want that man to protect them because they don't feel like they can, like, you know. Yeah, exactly, but,
0: yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you can see Kim not giving a shit, but, uh, you know, yeah, Taylor's going to give a shit
1: um yeah, she's had to prove herself though with her dad and yeah around the men so she's definitely like that and that's how i grew up like i had to prove myself and i grew up around like all so-called brothers and yeah so it's one of those like now i'm just like i got myself nobody had my back i got it which (laughs) which i
0: think kind of going to what we were saying about taylor maybe a few episodes ago where we kind of feel like maybe not as connected to her because we don't know her but i mean i kind of think this adds like a nice thing to her character that, you know, she is sort of, yeah, like the tough chick that, you know, doesn't need a man to sort of look, she can handle herself yeah. and kind of stuff like this. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's a good thing sort of that that's part of her character, I guess. Um, meanwhile, Bosco is, Bosco is looking through a fence, um, basically uh, watching a guy. Um, <laughs> I love, you know, he's obviously watching this guy to like a drug runner to see where he's hiding his stash. Um, and I just love Jokus in this scene. It's like, you've been up there forever! Like she's eating or whatever it is. And in a way, she's just like, don't you have to pee? <laughs> just like, I just love Jokus just kind of going off with him. But then obviously, Boss goes watching this guy and he sees him reach into sort of his, uh, fuel tank, I guess it is, uh, license plate or fuel tank. Um, pulls out the bag of, uh, drugs. So Bosco's seen where his stash is, so that's obviously going to play um, in in just a few moments. Um, Jerry and Doc, meanwhile, walking through the hospital. Jerry's going to take um, Doc out for for dinner, uh, and I kind of like Doc here, and he's like, "Oh, you know, now you're paying for it. you never used to do this. Let's go to a five star place, not a cheap diner." Um, <laughs> so these two just like haven't lost any of their kind of like back and forth and all that sort of stuff. Which again, you've just got to wonder what the hell happened between these two. Um, Meanwhile, back sort of with uh, Bosco, they pull up to this guy. uh, Bosco um, finds uh, his stash, obviously, after seeing it. um, And he's like, oh, yeah, you go a lot of miles on this, five to ten. So, arrest him. Uh, Back to Kim and Taylor, they're taking this guy out with the cut in their arm. And um, obviously, uh, yeah, sort of just, um, you know, taking him off to hospital. And uh, kind of what does Taylor say, something about like, oh, because uh, Davis is offering to go back to the hospital to ride with them to protect. And then she's all like, oh, why? Because we're just little girls, you know, we'll be fine. <laughs> I kind of like the look that Kim and Taylor give each other. Um, but yeah, I love kind of as they drive off. um What does Sally say? Like, are you sweet on her? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, I'm just looking out to protect them. Like, oh, but this is the first time you've ever followed one of these around. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> so... <laughs> Oh, Sully. Bless his little heart. There's a lot going on this episode. This is kind of like just an episode where there's just like quick little short scenes going between all the characters, which is kind of, which, again, Jimmy's kind of the only one that's sort of forgotten about this episode, isn't he? Um, and even then, we saw him at least in the beginning. So, you know, there's that. Um, <laughs> then we, I
1: don't feel bad for him as much anymore. He,
0: you kind of don't give a shit that we're not now. seeing him? <laughs>
1: Well, no, no, I'm saying I don't feel bad anymore because he has a storyline now. I mean, like, before then, he was just Jimmy. <laughs>
0: Nobody. Yeah, just so, gambling and yeah. sleeping around, whereas, yeah, now he sort of got something to do. Um, <laughs> I do like, uh, then we're kind of we're back to Carlos, and, um, you know, he's talking about uh, how, you know, he never knew the human lungs had such a capacity for yelling, and he said he didn't think that there was anything worse until a grown man starts sobbing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
0: <okay. laughs> I mean that would just be so kind of like awkward and just like holy crap, like what do I do? Um So Carlos obviously, you know, sort of rolls over, rolls his eyes, pillow on his head again, you know, just put blankets over his face. And then kind of I just love how um, he gets there and he's all like, Oh, it's always up to me to to once again help out, like, you know, go to plan B. So, I just love how he sits on the chair, kind of grabs at the restraints to test to see if they're working, and then kind of just starts, like, patting his shoulder. <laughs> He's just like, oh, there, there.
1: That's awkward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I
1: mean, I couldn't even do that. So, props to Carlos. He does have some compassion, because I couldn't
0: <laughs> Yeah. And I just, it's just so awkwardly the way he does, like, as you said, and then kind of, I just love the way he's like, you know, you know, you know, whatever, whatever it is, I'm sure, you know, it's like whatever, he's like, I screwed up my whole life. Uh, What does he say? Like, oh, you know, everybody drinks, it's all right. And he's like, I've been drunk since 1987. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of went out, year I I was born, so, you know. Uh, (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Um, But anyway, so we've got uh, Sully and Davis. Um, and Sully's about to drop the milk off, um, uh, because, you know, why not? And what does, um, what does David say? Like, I'll be right here, Mr. Fitness, like, when he's, like, walking up the stairs. Um, and then, you know, what does this episode need? Maybe a bit of tension. Why not uh add a bit of drama to this episode? Because I haven't really had a whole lot of tension in this episode. It's kind of been a bit comedic, to be honest. Um... And uh what is it? Well, apparently Tatiana went out to buy some milk and for whatever reason Sally's mum decided to turn on the stove uh, <laughs> when uh Sully's um uh when Tatiana went out. So poor old Mrs. Sullivan's like severely burnt her arm and um you know, poor Tatiana's sort of like panicking and worrying. So uh Sally's grabbing her and they're gonna take her to the hospital. Um and, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, like, it's it's, it's good timing that Sally showed up when he did, I guess. But uh, poor Tatiana. Like, she's just trying to be nice, I guess, and doesn't really know. She's so, I guess, naive with everything. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, do, do you feel for Tatiana in this situation? Uh,
1: um, yes. And, yeah, I do. Because, I mean, she... Yes and no, because you Sally kind of did let her know, like, there's more to watching my mom. But then... It's Tatiana.
0: I mean, she didn't really know. So, Yeah. I get both. sides. I think it really what comes What about you? At, oh, well, I, I feel sorry for Tatiana. I mean, it, like, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, she shouldn't really leave. But again, like, she's just very naive and kind of doesn't, I think, fully understand the gravity of the situation. Hence why she's taken her home in the first place and thinks, oh, I can just look after her. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, kind of, it's, it's kind of an interesting little storyline, I guess. But it, like, again, as I keep saying with the, the plot line around Sully's mum, it just doesn't go anywhere. There's no resolution to it. It's not like she dies or, you know, we just, yeah, she's kind of just, she just disappears after a while. So, um, you know, that's kind of my only thing where I just never really get attached to anything around Sully's mum. Um. No, yeah. But, uh, we obviously, he takes her to the hospital, and they sort of get to work on her. Um, Bosco and Yoko's kind of having a nice little back and forth with the guy in the cage. Bosco, like, throwing the ball up and down. Um, you know, finding out this guy's dealing drugs in the grammar school. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I, I just love their back and forth. And I love that line that Yoko says, like, I'm all tingly with satisfaction. <laughs> I've just written that down, I just love that um, And then I love how Boss goes, kind of like Oh, maybe you can give us someone bigger You know, that can help you out a little bit You know, this hasn't hit word that you've uh, You know, been arrested yet So there's plenty of time for you to kind of speak up So obviously this is kind of the plan They're trying to, you know, crack down on a big drug runner So they've gotten this guy And uh, yeah, he's obviously going to end up talking In just a few moments um, Anyway, so we're at the diner So <laughs> I love how um, you know, Doc's all like, yeah, you're going to take me somewhere expensive, and he ends up still going to a diner. Um, which again, as I think I've established plenty of times here on these episodes, I love a good American diner, so I'd be happy with that. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, me too. Small am for it.
0: So, Jerry's kind of obviously talking to Doc, and, um, you know, Jerry mentions about, you know, oh, something's wrong, you know, I can tell. Um, and, uh, yeah, sort of he gets him to talk about the crash situation and what happened. And uh, he tells a story about kind of, you know, the trauma response camera crew and how we removed the collar um, mm. and that he, you know, closed oh. it right back up. Um, I, I kind of like the little throwaway line when he said about sort of, um, oh, you know, I've been nominated for Best paramedic in the City. And I love Jerry when he turns around and says, oh, lucky I left. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, obviously, I think kind of the harrowing thing here about Doc sort of admitting to all this is he actually then says that, oh, the TV crew were getting more and more interested in Carlos. And I noticed in the footage that I looked around to uh, see if they were watching me. Uh, You know, so he got embarrassed that they were paying attention to Carlos and not him. So he did it to show off. Um, It's like, wow.
1: I lost a little respect for Doc right here. I mean, just because, like, again, Doc is like what the vet, veteran paramedic, like the top one on there, mm-hmm. and it's just so against his character to do that, you know? Yeah. I just,
0: Which I'll is- just
1: when I wow, well, I just lost a little respect. I mean, I'm, not, I'm He, I gain, he gains it back, but for this moment, I'm just like, damn, I can't. I don't even look at him as the same. <laughs> well, this is
0: still why this whole this whole um, storyline with Doc kind of just changes him because, you know, it it really, it really does change him kind of moving forward with what will eventually happen to him. But yeah, I mean, this has such a huge impact on him, but like this is, it's kind of like what I will say, I I mean, I I don't think I've really said I dislike this story. I like this storyline because it's kind of intriguing, but it kind of has a lot of little twists and turns because, you know, at this point we just assume Jerry's just having a conversation with his friend. You know, we've got no reason not to trust Jerry because, he used to work with Doc for years. They were besties. They would go around to each other's house all, all the time, you know. They would hang out. They were brothers, as kind of they mentioned in, like, the first couple of episodes. So, you know, these two are as close as they could be. If Doc can trust anyone, of course he can trust Jerry. Um True. So, you know, this is kind of really tying in to the poor Doc storyline, I think, here, because kind of we're going to get a bit of a plot twist with Jerry, of course, uh, to comes, and we sort of get that in this episode at least too. Um, so, yeah. You kind of, like, obviously, as you said, like, you lose a bit of respect for Doc because, you know, he's admitting that he showed off. But, I mean, Doc, Doc's not admitting that to anyone else except for Jerry. Let's be honest. He's not telling that no, to Carlos. He's not telling that to Kim.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, he's only and, you know, he's only doing that because it's Jerry. He's basically his brother.
1: Exactly. And you gain respect back for Doc. Like, well, I do. I mean, I do after a while. But, like, at this moment, I lose it. I always lose it in this, like, this moment. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I gain it back, you know, over time. Yeah. But... Yeah.
0: We'll get to a bit of a twist. Yeah, Yeah. we'll get to the twist around that coming up. But uh, anyway, so Bosco and Jokis are waiting in a car park and um, we've got the guy that they arrested hanging in the back. Um, And (laughs) I kind of like how they're like going, he's late, is he prompt? Well, uh, with all due respect, we're drug dealers, Um, (laughs) ma'am. Which is kind of like a funny line. And then this car shows up and I love how they're like, oh, pretty pretty crappy car. Um, So, you know. Bosco and Yogis get out of the car, and Bosco's like, oh, it turned out to be a pretty good day. And I love how yoga says, oh, well, you shouldn't say that until things are over. So, you know, they're going out to this car, put your hands up, let me see where I can see, you know, see your hands, turn around, who should it be? Plot twist, it's Mikey, it's Bosco's brother. <gasps> shock. Um,
1: <laughs> is it really a shock? The
0: last time we saw him, Not he it. was sniffing Coke in the freaking bathroom of a bar. So... <laughs> Bosco <laughs> knows he's into drugs. So, um, you know, it's, I mean, I guess it's a, it's a plot twist, sort of. Um, meanwhile, we kind of, we go back to Carlos and, uh, Roger having a good old therapy session. And, uh, you know, Roger's talking about his dad and kind of, you know, how he was treating him like shit. But then when he finally started drinking, he found something he was good at, um, so, you know, that's why he does it. And I kind of like how, like, Carlos is like, well, you know, if you drink, if you like it, then do it. And he's like, well, I don't really like it. And he's like, well, stop. <laughs> like, if you don't like it, then stop. Um, Do something you do like. Um, And then I kind of like Carlos's here. Like, because this is the thing I always love what they do with Carlos's character. That no matter how much of an asshole he is, they always still find a way to, like put something in there to make you actually really sympathise with the guy. Because, you know, how he's all like, you know, I was 18, I was shown the door. I was on my own. I could have, you know, found the easy way and got an addicted to a substance. You know, but mm-hmm. I didn't. You know, I worked hard. Yeah. Um, so, kind of, I, I kind of like how they always do that with Carlos's character. Um, <laughs> and then I kind of like, as he sort of walks off and kind of after he does the whole little speech with him, and then we had the narration, you know, as usual, I open up the the lines of communication. I spend my whole life giving, <laughs> just love like oh, Carlos. And then um, you know, it's like of course, as soon as I open up the communication, all they want to do is talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Because like we see in the background that Roger's just not shutting up now that he started talking. He's just going on and on and on and on.
1: This oh my god, that is so me. That's why I don't like to talk to, like, try to be their people. Like, remember I told you people say I'm kind of heartless? Mm-hmm. Almost like that, because, like, you know you have to talk to them. And then, like, like have you ever made a mistake, like, you're walking somewhere, like, you're out and about in public, somebody's saying, like, oh, how are you, like, you know, you like, you're like, you say something, them, you know, and then they just want to tell you your, your whole life story, yep. like, nah. Yep. I wasn't trying to do all that.
0: <laughs> There's plenty, of, like I mean, I remember kind of like working in like retail and stuff like that. When you know, you'd always have those customers where you know you would just be polite, like hi, you know how you how are you today? Oh, good, thanks. But then you'd always have the hi, how are you today? Oh, not so good. Yeah, I've got this wart on my leg <laughs> and I've got to go to the doctor and get it removed. And you'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, and then they just keep going on. Or like, what about those?
1: Like, oh, it's just something simple. Like it didn't have to be bad. It'd be like. You could just say something like,
0: "How's your day going?" Like, "Good," you know. I just talked to my mom today, and like, they just go on and on about something. I'm like, "Bruh," just ask how you doing, say good, and just keep on walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I I know exactly. Um, there was oh, I was in a it was oh maybe a couple of months ago, I was in a, a shopping center with my dad, and he was like in the grocery, you know, getting some you know food in the supermarket. And I'm just sitting on this you know chair outside because I just was tired. I don't even know. And this guy, like, there's, like, four seats around me, right, completely empty. And I'm sitting, and this guy comes and sits next to me, and I'm like, okay. And then he's just like, oh, how's your day been? And I'm like, yeah, good, thanks, mate. How's yours? Oh, yeah, nah, that has been a bit tough, I don't know. And he just starts, like, talking to me. I'm like, oh, God, Dad, hurry up. <laughs> like, Because <laughs> then you don't want to get up and be rude. Because if you get up and move to another seat, then you're just rude. It's like, well, what's this person I, I,
1: doing? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I take the bus. I don't – because I live in a city, so I don't have a car, and I take the bus, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one time, like, it was, like, early morning. The bus the Back of the bus was empty. This guy, out of all the seats, comes and sits by the seat next to me. Thank God I had my headphones in. There's no music playing. Mm-hmm. But I have my headphones in and he keeps trying to talk to me and I'm just like looking out the window and he finally moves and it's just
0: like headphones are a lifesaver. I was about to say that. Headphones are amazing. And so is like the old phone trick. So like, you know, if you're in a sort of a situation where it's kind of just like, you know, you're kind of in an area where you're like, oh, I really should be polite and maybe just exchange a few pleasantries. But at the same time, you're like, nah, I'm going to go on my phone and look at the same screen I've been looking at for the last five minutes. Oh, nobody's updated anything on Facebook, but who cares? Um, <laughs> I
1: act like I'm about
0: to get a phone call. <laughs> ah, yeah. oh, hi, my brother. How are you today? How are we
1: doing that? I'm telling you, that's why people are like you be so mean. I'm not mean. I just there's times it's just sometimes you just really sometimes you want to just don't like want
0: to like talk to. You don't want to associate with anyone. You are just like
1: eh, exactly.
0: eh. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck the world. You're in your own headspace for the day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but so we've got um Jerry and Doc having a bit more of a talk here, and kind of Jerry saying like, stay away from the hospital and the kid, and um you know Doc like, oh that's what Kim said, and excuse me, I like that little line where um Jerry said, oh she got smarter since I left, um you know nice little line there. I'm pretty sure from memory we never saw Kim and Jerry interact in like the however many episodes he was in at the beginning, like three or four episodes um meanwhile so we're back to the uh the arrest of bosco's brother mikey um you know going off at him uh this is the first time where we hear mikey call uh bosco mo i just love how he calls him mo um and he's kind of like defending himself and it's like i didn't know this was your precinct um and then we kind of get that line from bosco which will be replayed over and over again um, you know, in future episodes and the previously on section, you know, this season. And then when it obviously comes to Mikey coming back in season five, the, you're running dope, Michael, in my precinct, Michael. Like, you, you'll you hear that a lot. Um, And then kind of, you know, Mikey's just like begging, like, what can I do? What can I do? And he arrests him. Bosco arrests him. Now, like, I'm not going to be the only one here, which is kind of is a bit... When Jokas goes off at him for doing this, like... Can we just go back uh, to season hypocrite? one when she arrested her husband?
1: <laughs> I thought the same thing when I saw that. I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> I think we're, we're so establishing Bos- that Yokos, as much as we <laughs> love Yokus,
0: as much as we love Yokus, she's kind of a hypocrite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's from a Bosco right now. like, And then she's like, I don't want you to feel bad. You know, it's funny because Bosco's doing the same thing, like, <laughs> but yeah but like you got it. it's
0: kind of and I'm guessing this is the point of kind of their relationship that there's been so many instances where Bosco will get sort of you know ripped into for doing something yet Jokas did it previously and it's okay I mean with Caesar in season one and then kind of obviously when Bosco let that guy bleed to death uh, you know, he was kind of, you know, ripped shit into it, but it was okay for Jokers to do it. Um Obviously, you know, we're talking about the whole sort of situation when it comes to, you know, arresting family members. It's okay for Jokers to do it, but not for Bosco. So, um yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's interesting, isn't it, how they have, like, these little storylines. And we'll just remember that, too. Obviously, we talked about that last week, didn't we? Um or sort of, you know, a few weeks ago when it came to her keeping the cancer from him about like when Bosco will ultimately lie about that um the final words with Cruz in season four. Um mm-hmm. and then Yoko obviously goes off and that obviously leads to all the tension stuff that we'll get towards the end of the season next season. But yeah. um yeah, so um yeah, it's interesting, it's just interesting. But anyway, so yeah, Bosco's gonna arrest Michael here. Um which I mean fair enough. Like I've- do criminals really get off just because they're related to a cop? Like, I mean, it shouldn't matter. You break the law, then you break the law. So, um, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, at the hospital, um, Sally's mum, she's a um, very serious injury. She's going to have to get some grafts, surgery. Uh, and apparently she's also got diabetes. Um, and kind of it's mentioned uh, to him about the uh, the nursing home. And I kind of like Sally's reaction. Like, oh, yeah, I know a really good one. Um, now I've actually just read here, uh, kind of going back to my point about how the storyline with Sally's mum really doesn't go anywhere. Um, this is actually the last episode she's in it. Uh, the actress Anne Pitonniac, who I don't think we've really mentioned, um, this is the last episode that she will appear in. So uh, yeah, this is the extent of Sally's mum's storyline. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, there there we go. And sadly, uh, Anne Pitonyak, uh passed away in two thousand and seven so uh um,
1: I, I, I was like i don't think she's because i know she's pretty old in this show and i was like i don't think she's with us anymore no she died at the age of
0: 85 so uh she was about yeah. 80 in this uh show so but uh wow. yes yeah, i mean esteemed career okay. lots of stuff she's been in so um there you go um so we then have uh davis sees uh taylor and uh what are you doing here Oh. Uh, you know, obviously just talking about Sully's mum, and it's like, oh, I had to go with Kim. and I just kind of like Taylor here. She's like, oh, I never thought we'd hit it off. But, um, you know, uh, we did. So it kind of, you know, it worked out quite well. And I kind of like how they're obviously talking about, like, their girl talk um, and then kind of how um, that they were both trained by Doc so that, you know, that's kind of where it worked well with each other. Um, and then I kind of, this is where Taylor stands up to Davis and is all like, you know... Uh, don't be worried about me. You want me to be defenseless and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, it's a nice little moment, I guess, between the two. But again, do you, do you kind of like, like the parallels between this and season two? Where when she's like going off at, uh, Bobby for basically doing the same thing, she essentially like, you know, breaks up with him. Um, whereas Davis does it, they end up going back to Carlos <laughs> and have sex. So, okay. Clearly, you weren't really that into Bobby, uh, Taylor. Um, but I, I, I love that little line when, um, <laughs> He's like, oh, you know, so Carlos isn't going to be home tonight, and all love the way Taylor's like, we're going to tear the place up, like just the way she says it. Um, so I like how Darius is just
1: like I thought that was a guy's thing. Well, yeah. I, no, a man's thing. Well, I let you think that's something. I let you think you're the man or
0: something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also I love oh. I love like the little like that little handshake thing they do. Like it's kind of like obviously they can't really like kiss or whatever in public, but they kind of do like a bro sort of handshake with each other. Uh, which I don't know. It's just a kind of a nice little touch between them. They're a cute couple. I think they work so well.
1: <laughs> Can I just say I love it when Carlos does find out?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be next episode. Um,
1: you no, know, exactly. Yeah. But I'm just like, I can't, that is just, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Bosco and Yoko's obviously back, and Bosco's sort of talking about how it's one of the best callers yet. Um, and, uh, yeah, kind of, Jokas is kind of going off at him. And I love Bosco's little thing where he's like, maybe you should ride with Sully. Um, and, you know, Jok- I mean, fair point by Jokas. What are you going to tell your mother? Um, you know, and we'll kind of get a little bit of that, um, next episode. But, uh, you know, obviously Jokas kind of walks past him like, you'll be okay, Mikey. Like, um, again, parallels here, bit of a hypocrite, Jokas. Come on now. This is pretty much the same thing that you did with Fred. So, you know, there's that. But we we never, um, from memory, get much of a resolution to kind of what happens with Mikey, because, again, we... I mean, he comes back season five, uh, and I think there's a bit of a reference to him next week. But, um, yeah, anyway. So we have Taylor and Kim in the ambulance, um, just, you know, talking, and uh, I (laughs) I do like how then all of a sudden Kim sort of mentions about Davis. Like, you seeing Davis? Oh, I've got a bit of a vibe. Like oh yeah so you are and i love how taylor's like oh god carlos never found out and then kim you know you go girl he's hot he's definitely hot yeah he's hot (laughs) oh it's just funny good place, little kim but but according to brandy not hot
1: i don't i don't think he's hot
0: but yeah why not brandy what's wrong with what's wrong with davis
1: Kobe Bell. What? I don't know. Kobe <laughs> Bell. Well, you know, here's the thing. Kobe Bell is actually one of, my, one of my favorite other shows I've watched him for years on, which is The Game, mm-hmm. which was on BET. Mm-hmm. And he was not hot. He played a guy named Jason, a, a famous football player, a rich football player. He was very cheap. And I don't know. It's just he wasn't hot. <laughs> so, wasn't I don't hot. know. Like, maybe, that, maybe that ruined it. Maybe that ruined it
0: <laughs> for me. It's um, Actually, the time of recording is kind of date, kind of how long we've got, I guess, in between recording and releasing these. Um, we actually just only released, uh, the ties are bind this week and I tagged him on Twitter and, uh, Instagram and he liked both posts. So, um, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, he's actually in, um, at least at the time of recording this, he's in a TV show called the gifted, which, cause he's always tagging, yeah. um, which is, it's related to the X-Men series, I believe, is it not? Um, so he's one of the main stars of that. Um, which I actually, I'm just looking at here. Um, it's actually got, well, I'd kind of never really heard of it, but one of the main stars in it, uh, Stephen Moyer, who was, um, uh, oh, what was he? Bill on True Blood. Um, random show that I loved. So, um, there you go. I, I, I need to watch that to see Bill and Davis hang out. There's an interesting little, uh, duo. <laughs> who else is in this show? Um... Never heard of any of these other people. Um so yeah. <laughs> Interesting. There you go. Uh the gifted. Um uh, watch it now. Uh have you seen it before?
1: I have not, but I've heard about it.
0: Hmm. So Interesting.
1: I haven't seen it though.
0: I mean, I have to I have to check it out. Um so anyway, uh outside of that we are now back at the apartment. Um, where Sally has a bit of a conversation with tatiana um I love how Sally grabs a beer out of the fridge, you know, Sally having a beer um and then uh saying that once this is over we'll go back to I mean I guess you know technically we do have a conclusion here because he says, oh, once this is over, she'll go back to the nursing home so I guess you could argue it's concluded um but um <laughs> yeah I-, I do kind of like how you know he comforts Tatiana and it's just like, oh look, it's okay.' Um I think this might be really the last time we get a bit of calm, normal Tatiana Sully stuff. Cause moving forward, Tatiana, things are about to get a little bit heated and serious. So Yes they are. So I, I'm I'm pretty certain that this is um Yeah, so I'm just looking here. Yeah, so in superheroes, of course, the two part of superheroes. Um yeah, her son obviously gets a big sort of deal into it. So, um, yeah, there's there's going to be a bit of heated stuff going forward. So, just just make the most of poor old Tatiana kind of being slightly normal with Sully, I guess. Um, which is kind of, you know, interesting to kind of uh, point out, I guess. But um, we end the episode. We're back at the hospital. Poor old Carlos can't sleep. So, uh, he sort of says, oh, you know, how impossible it is to sleep in a hospital. So, he's just walking. He's getting some water, looking through some files. And he looks through uh, a window and he sees um he sees Ryan, the uh, the kid, Randy's boyfriend, uh, sort of doing some walking. And he notices a guy with Ryan. Oh, who could this be? He looks familiar. And we see him. It's Jerry. So then he goes up to Ryan and he's like, Oh, what's was that guy called Jerry? And he's like, Yeah, Jerry Makowitz. And he's like, Oh, you know, um what's what's he doing here? And he's like, you know, I used to work with him. He's like, Oh, he's my personal injury attorney. He's doing some sort of investigation, and we kind of get this big dramatic music, this doom-doom. It's kind of like a law and order, like doom-doom. So, yeah, I mean, plot twist. Here we go. Poor old Jerry. I'm sorry, poor old Doc. Not poor old Jerry. Jerry's a douche. Jerry's been playing Doc because he's Jerry actually working for Ryan, I guess, investigating Doc as to what he did wrong. So, wow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wow. Hot twist. There we go. And, man, I don't – it's about to get
0: ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Doc. I mean, yeah, it's just it's so just like this has kind of really got a feel for Doc. I mean, I know I kind of joke and say, like, well, you know, all of this he kind of brings on himself. But in no way can you assume – But this would be like if, I don't know, it's your best friend or somebody who you were so close with, you maybe didn't talk for a year or two and comes back into your life. And then you trust them still. Like, you, you always have those people in your life that even if you go a certain amount of time when you haven't seen them, they come back in. You just, you go back to where you were with them at some point in your life and you still trust um, them. That yeah. trust doesn't generally to- go away unless they do something to break that trust. But then, so, in this yeah, in no, this case, I've, I've it's obviously, you know, not being broken because he's open up to him, and it's like, holy fuck, Jerry, fuck you. <laughs> I agree. But- I have people
1: like that. Childhood friends, actually. Like, I've had a child. T- Actually, I would say only one childhood friend that was like that. Mm. You know, I get that. I mean, it's it's real life. That's what I was like. It's unfortunate, but it's like that. You know, you, you have a very childhood friend, you don't see them for a year, they come back and they do something wrong, yeah. and yeah, that's it. And right. It's like, what happened between that time frame for you to change? or You know what I mean? Like, obviously, there was something there where Jerry felt like Doc wasn't a friend. I don't know. <laughs>
0: It's, um, yeah, it'll, like, it does lead to, like, a very great scene between these two kind of moving forward, which, um, I think we've got to wait at least two episodes for that. But, um, you know, we will, we will definitely, well, I'll definitely be putting an argument for that scene when we get to it of, of being a top five of this season. But, um, that's still a couple episodes away. Um, but meanwhile, we, after Carlos kind of sees this, though, we kind of get a funny ending to this episode, though, where Tammy, the nurse, comes through the elevator. Um, you know, what are you two doing up? Oh, I can't sleep. She's like, oh, let's see if I can find help you find some way to sleep. Uh, and then we get the narration, you know, Bosco kind of, the con- uh, Carlos, the conclusion to all of this, you know, you know things always lead to one moment, you know, and you kind of, you, you think it's going to be, this is the moment where he's seen Jerry, like this is kind of the big resolution to this. But nope, this all comes down to, it's like if I hadn't have fallen down the thing, if I hadn't have gotten up, and if I hadn't seen Jerry Makowitz, I wouldn't have never had life-changing sex in room 503. Life, you never see it coming. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, I can see it's got a bit of cheese factor to it, which kind of I know I complained about a few episodes ago with Bosco. Um, but, like, this is different. Like, this is just fun. And um, Carlos, again, like, I think you mentioned this, didn't you, a week or so ago, That he always gets lucky. Uh, here he is again, getting lucky. Like, oh, Carlos, the asshole. He's like, the karma doesn't really hurt him because, you know, he's having sex with some very attractive people and he gets lucky all the time, so...
1: He does, he does. Go, <laughs> Carlos. I realised that. Last episode, I was like, wait, Carlos really does always get lucky.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, any Anything else you want to add here on our Old Dogs New Tricks before we get into the, uh, the Evil the Review section? No, I
1: just... Can't wait to like replay that scene when Carlos fell. Yes. <laughs> that, is, that is just epic. I'm, that is like one of the best. Like if we could put like one of the top, if we did like a top Carlos like top five or top oh, ten yeah. Carlos moments, you know, what I mean that is just in there. <laughs> and I his think, screams, like I think his screams are just
0: complaint. yeah. And I think kind of I mentioned this I think last episode with the whole pina colada scene that like if you're gonna try and put something in the top five that's like a funny moment. Yeah, it, it, like, it might not fit because we're going to get some, you know, epically good scenes this season, which will make it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, you you would toss up between Carlos falling down the fire pole <laughs> or Carlos doing the pina colada dance and finding out that Davis isn't gay. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> interesting. about
1: your shirt.
0: Yes. <laughs> Hello, I'm going to ask
1: you if my shirt was okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, um,
0: I agree. Evil a review. Um, what are you doing with this one?
1: I'm going to buy it, for sure. I mean, come on. Carl's falling down. You cannot just... There's no way I cannot buy that. <laughs> 23.
0: 23 in a row between yourself and Darvell. There you go. Um, and you yourself are still on an individual streak, Brandy. So, um, wow. You guys are, you are trendsetters here. Uh, yeah, I'm buying it, too. Uh, I, I rented last week. I've rented three of the last four. But, um, yeah, I'm back to buying. This is a great episode. It's fun. It's kind of, it's well-paced. And, again, for an episode where there's so much going on, I mean, really, the only dramatic storyline, you would argue, is kind of the Sully as mum. And, yeah, okay, you know, Bosco, I'm Mikey Mikey's a bit dramatic. But, I mean, you know, it's not, you know, like, it's kind of, it's a very light episode when it comes to the drama side of things, which, you know, it works well. It's kind of, it's 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 balanced very well kind of between it all. So, um, yeah. Hundred percent buy. This is this is a great episode. So um, oh, yes. yeah, we are we are now officially past the halfway point. We have uh, done the eleventh So We're into the second half of uh, this season. And uh, speaking of great episodes, we're into another great episode: the Long Guns. Um, this is kind of a almost a Quentin Tarantino episode in many ways. The fact that it starts off backwards and then ends up going forwards. So um, we obviously start off with kind of some moments going on and. Um, followed up with kind of how it all ends to so this part and um yeah the, the final scene of this episode is just an amazing scene i i, I all but want to say that that's got to be a lock for our final five at the end of um this season uh but we'll obviously get to that but um yeah it's, it's it's i mean sort of a bosco episode but i mean it's kind of it's it's balanced around bosco i guess and sort of the police but um yeah i i love cool. the long guns i think it's a great episode
1: I got to chill just thinking about it, because it's, it's definitely a, I would say definitely one of the top. Just, it's powerful. Yeah. I mean, and again, like, I feel like this is, like, when you get, because Bosco's not the type of person that you really see, like, his emotional, like, care, like, his emotional state or well-being, you know, I mean, in terms of, like, how he is. Like, I mean, Faith. do Faith, like, the whole example of Faith, like, don't get sick again. Mm-hmm. And then they went off, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, let's just go somebody you know what i mean but this one he get a uh a nurse bosco mm-hmm
0: yeah uh, that's very 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 good point um so yeah we will uh, obviously be that next week in the meantime got any questions comments you know where to get to them to us uh social media facebook twitter instagram youtube of course email us com. our website net. there's a contact form on there if you wish to comment on anything as well um and also of course remember to subscribe spotify itunes stitcher Leave us some feedback there. We'd obviously very much appreciate it, and we very much appreciate you tuning into these episodes. Uh, and we very much appreciate the fact that you're Third Watch fans because it is the greatest television show that has ever been a television show. My name is Ben, and I'm all tingly with satisfaction. Thank here. My name's Brandy,
1: and stay tuned for the next episode.
0: Thank you for listening to The Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.